it gives me great pleasure knowing that you choose to listen to this episode on the John Gardena Classroom. My mission is to serve the Lord by creating content that will help you in your journey of life. If you want one-on-one coaching or would like to be part of my 40 Days of Deliverance program, please visit my website at johngardena.com. Also, if you would like to give a financial gift to help the show grow or provide the funds for the editing process and publishing of the show, it would truly be appreciated. Lastly, God has given me a vision to have a place in the woods with cabins to enjoy fellowship, healing, along with outdoor activities with others. If you have land and feel compelled by the Lord to donate some to make this vision a reality, please email me. I will have all the information available in the show notes. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Welcome everybody. This is PJ Camargo. Um, owner, creator, and director of coaching of Authentic Movement Training. And we're just going to kind of just freestyle visions, thoughts, struggles, and things that I've accomplished, overcame, and uh, just things that helped me get here and change my perspective on the whole business mindset and the ultra-running and endurance mindset and just how movement has played a remarkable role in how I've impacted humanity, but also how I've changed my own life. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, from the beginning, even since I was young, I've played many, many sports and it's always been an escape for me from skateboarding to baseball, basketball. I've played it all, but I've always been the kid that was willing to do the unrequired work, meaning, after baseball practice, I would go home and practice for two hours alone. And for someone who's been coaching movement for a very long time, I feel like any kid that can have that discipline and um, just willingness to practice at a young age, all of that plugs into um, overcoming and accomplishing things a little faster and understanding movement in a, in a different way as you grow into an adult because I think as adults we tend to think movement is is this outside work and I gotta go work out where movement should be fun. As a kid it's it's fun. When you run it's fun. When you jump it's fun. When you swing it's fun. So again a part of that lifestyle of the authentic movement lifestyle is embodying what you did as a kid. Don't let life get in the way of doing it as you are an adult. Um because I truly believe movement is a huge part of happiness, a huge part of getting a full experience, meaning like you can travel, but not be capable of hiking that, that hill with your family. So then you miss out on the experience. So being fit and being capable, I guess, coincide with one another. But for me, it's, it's spreading the, the positivity of moving, moving consistently and how that changes the clarity of the mind. Um, emotion and just really, really connecting with yourself and being grateful to be able to move so well. But, um, yeah, to jump back into that, but, uh, yeah, played sports as a young kid. Um, school was always really hard for me. It was too static of a focus. So, uh, sitting in class for a long time was rough, but, um, I did enjoy school. I enjoyed hanging out with my friends and, um, I was a, someone who, always looked forward to sports after like that's what excited me 
and getting better at those things. So high school um, was a little challenge for me. <laughs> I, uh, along with losing my mother in high school, I got kicked out of high school because I never went to school. Um, so again, just some of those things that you, you don't realize how important they are just by, and we're going to the whole point of just showing up is half the battle. Um, yeah, just didn't have the dedication to show up, but sometimes when you lack that at a young age, it plugs into doing things at an older age. So me not showing up for school then gets corrected by me showing up for a 200 mile race and, and crushing it. So I, again, that all comes through experience, mistakes, learning, mostly learning what not to do. So then you don't waste time. Um, but yeah, high school's high school's tricky, you know, and I never thought about owning a business at that age. Um, and it was never, I never grew up in a business family. It was like the blue collar, like let's work for 30 years and let's retire. But for some reason, I always knew that there was something more to how I understood movement, you know, and as time went on, um, and during this time, I, I, my, I lost my mom to a heart attack and, and that was rough, but it also changed my whole perspective on time keeps, keeps ticking regardless of your excuses. So we have two choices. You can have, make a choice to evolve yourself. And a lot of that comes from struggle and chaos and challenge, or you can dissolve yourself in an environment of easy, of complaining, of let's go do what is not going to change me because that is the easier, less exhausting route. So, uh, yeah, you, you have those options and those choices. And for someone who's constantly still working on weaknesses and, uh, just being a better human, um, sometimes those losses in those tragic moments are the, the boost that you need to, to, to guide yourself in a different direction. And as a kid, um, my, my father got in some trouble. So, um, about three years before my mom died, my dad, um, I, I visited my dad in prison and that was kind of a different experience, you know? So my dad was never really there showing me stuff, but he was always a supporter, a proud of me. And, my stepdad was the real, the real golden man in, in my life during that era. You know, he taught me a lot about being a man and simple things like taking out the trash and doing the dishes and not saying, hold on and just do it. So, um, again, you, you learn how humans come in and there's a lot of stepdads and stepmoms out there that, that save a lot of kids and, and impact a lot of kids. So, um, David Avermark, I appreciate you and I'm very grateful for everything you've done for me during those, those tough times. Um, even after my mom passed away, my stepfather paid my rent and he gave me the trailer that I was living in. So, um, if you're having a rough day, anytime, there are some amazing humans out there. Maybe you haven't met yet, but, uh, yeah, I can, I can vouch for that for sure. Um, getting on to some other things, you know, I got, I graduated, um, in high school through a, like an online program after I got kicked out from being never really showing up. So I got withdrawn from school. Cause once you're 18, you're not guaranteed to go to school. So they'll withdraw you. Um, I went on to Kent state, got a job full time at Kent state. And this is where the whole idea along with dancing started in high school, but it was like break dancing and like fun stuff. But when I really got into college, I started to embody the concept of movement is the most authentic thing in my life. And 
how can I start an organization or maybe I can start a dance crew and, and it'll turn in and mold itself into a business. And as we speak right now, that business is reality. It just consists of Ninja Warrior, Ops Course Racing, Functional Fitness, Athletic Conditioning. So a big thing I can say, if you're someone out there with an idea, be okay with the idea changing so much, but never leaving the passion. Same thing with your logo. If you're thinking about, I need to make a logo and you're trying to figure it out, just start with something and that logo will evolve. You know, just like experiences. All your evolution is basically through the experience. You'll never get what you get out of doing it over reading it. And um, I can get more into that from 100 mile races to competing on a Ninja Warrior to um, being on the podium in elite level of OCR athletes. But working to get there. It wasn't just God given, you know, I really had to dial in on weaknesses and, and show up, you know, you got to show up. So, um, yeah, college kind of was a, you know, I took class for a while and I still was in the entrepreneur mindset. I read a lot of books, was really into like Navy SEAL training and, um, started to connect with road running later in my college days. So like 2024, 20, and this is where authentic movement was established. We were competing and, and I was choreographing for studios. And that was the main passion of, of teaching at the time. Um, I got into boot camps a little later, but, uh, yeah, it was just a constant evolution of like, what's new, what's fresh, what has changed my life. And I think the whole difference in how I approach movement is the concept of being so powerful and explosive, but yet being able to control that into this graceful slash elegant control. So I teach a lot of my kids, gentle movement meets explosive movement. We got to have the in-between type thing. And that's more of the authentic movement philosophy is, yeah, we can run fast, but let's run slow for a long time and conserve our energy. So um, yeah, that same thing with, with rhythm-based movement. Even when I teach dance, everything's about rhythm and finding a sequence and letting the the mind and body kind of unite as one so then they can perform at a elite and efficient level. And then that whole dance experience and coaching and competing and taking conventions has then evolved my coaching style into body weight training and, and just the way I explain obstacle training and teach Ninja warrior um, stuff a lot of those experiences play a role in how well you can get your point across. And it's for me, I'm not so much always teaching about what to do. I'm teaching on what not to do. And therefore that's where the foundation, the basics and everything come in to um, how well those connect with all your challenges in the future. So um, yeah, a lot to talk about, <laughs> but uh it's a little phase one of our podcast. We're going to get more into uh, detail, more of my later accomplishments, but that was kind of a little dive in. I know it kind of bounced around a little bit, but, uh, and then as we sit in this chair right now, I'm in the John Gardena classroom and sort of some of the best people you ever meet and the biggest supporters in your life are through trail running, through experiences, through challenges. And it's amazing how quickly you connect with those people because you're, you're on the same frequency. And, uh, 
I think we all have our superpowers in life. And once you create that circle, then you have like this, this circle of this like unified passion where you can look left and you can look right and say, Hey, I need advice on this, but let me help you with this. And it's like this constant building block of people. And, uh, man, it's just something to be truly grateful. Even during my hundred mile journeys, I've, I've met amazing people. I've learned about myself in remarkable ways. And if I can leave anything on the table right here before I leave is everything you want out of life or everything you want to understand about yourself is on the other side of massive fear or massive challenge. And yes, you will struggle. And yes, it will be chaotic. But at the end, you will say, I did that. Now, what else are we going to do? Have a great day.